Welcome to the Startup Launch Code Launchpad platform. This is a platform where founders across Africa can learn from other founders, thought leaders, and industry experts in the space. In our sessions, we bring together a panel of experts to share their insights and experiences on a variety of topics related to entrepreneurship and startup growth. We hope you find their insights helpful and inspiring. Let's dive right in. Um, hi, everyone. Good evening. Welcome to our conversation today. Um, so welcome, everyone. Welcome. Um, hi, Austin. Great to have you here. Hi, Denvor. Hi, Salma. Great to have you here. Okay, and I see we have Lavina here. Great. Um, so we'll get you up shortly. Um, Lavina, great to have you on. Really looking forward to a great discussion today. Um, we're going to be talking about building a network of partners and mentors in the African ecosystem. And I know it's going to be a great discussion and a great conversation. So let me just um, kind of give like an intro to our speakers. And I'm pretty excited about what we're going to learn and hear from them today. And I think this is a great topic. I know that going, there's going to be a lot of invaluable insights shared. And yeah, so I'm going to kick off by introducing Lavina and I'll just like give a brief overview of the speakers, but then I'll let them also talk about themselves and their companies and what they do and give like their brief insights on the topic before we dive in completely. All right. So first up, we have Lavina Ramskison. Um, and Lavina is an advisor to the African Union on Technology Policies and eventual capital partner at Avis Lair. I hope I got that right. And she's a celebrated. She's celebrated as a true icon and trailblazer. She's renowned for her inspirational outlook and dedication to unlocking the African potential. Um, she has a strong commitment to humanizing technology, and she actively serves as a growth enabler for tech talent. So um, I'm really excited to have. Um, Lavina on the call, and I'm looking forward to hearing um, from her today. Next up, we have Ajani Winsor Arego. Um, Ajani serves as the managing partner at White Umbrella Ventures, and White Umbrella Ventures is a company aimed at supporting startups by offering support from fundraising as a service to marketing, advisory, and sales. And um, he strategically also invests in innovative ideas, talented individuals, and um, efficient allocation of investment funds. So we'll look forward to hearing from our journey as well today. And um, last, we have Dion Lissel. Dion is a partner at Stealth Venture Fund. And Stealth Venture Fund is a company that specializes in investing in deep tech for corporate limited partners seeking both attractive financial returns and knowledge transfer from the innovative Silicon Valley system, ecosystem. And so it's great to have Dion here as well. So yeah, like I said, we're going to be talking about building a network of partners and mentors in the African ecosystem. And um, um, Lavina, I think just um, while we are just kind of getting started. We would love for you to just like introduce yourself and talk a bit about your work at the African Union and um, perspective on the African ecosystem, just in summary. And then we'll also hear from Ajani and then we'll get started. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. Hi. Um, yes. 
<laughs> Hi, Paul. Um, so, you know, as Paul did uh, an amazing intro into who I am, um, I kind of wear multiple hats. Therefore, you see uh, many different organizations associated to my name. Um, I'm fondly known as the AI mom um, who speaks Africa. And that's pretty much been a conversation over a few years in the making. Um, uh, in the investment space in particular, uh, I have run my own accelerator, a silicon-based value one. Um, brought that to Africa, extended it to 10 different countries, um, and then are still very active within the mentorship space uh, across the continent and uh, sit as an advisor, um, a venture partner, um, a, a advisor to uh, a, a VC called uh, Avile, um, and they are in New York-based uh, who focuses on artificial intelligence, blockchain, and Web3, um, added to that, I sit on two additional uh, funds as well. Um, you know, in particular with the African Union, uh, my work is centered around advisory work for tech policies. So things like uh, intellectual property, data protection, um, the new AI Act, the uh, Blockchain Act. Um, you know, those are things that I pretty much focus on. And um, yeah, a nutshell in terms of the African ecosystem, uh, Pearl, if I remember you, you asking that question, I think for me, that is largely, uh, you know, a summary of, you know, there's innovation that's happening. Uh, it's a lot of exciting things that's happening on the ground. Um, you know, every day I'm in awe of, you know, the kind of solutions that Africa is coming up with, um, you know, from 10 years ago when I started in the mentorship space to now. It's been uh, an absolute amazing journey. And I think we have the resilience and we have the right spirit. And added to that, we have the local knowledge of how to do it. Um, so thanks again for having me, Paul. Awesome. Thanks, Lavina. Great. And I look forward to hearing your insights as we go on. Um, Ajani? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hi. Great to have you on. Thank you. Great. Okay. So I just wanted you to give a brief intro of yourself and tell us about the work you do. And before we get started into the topic for today. So I started my VC career with a company called Platform Capital. Platform Capital is based in Lagos and they do like a lot of deals in North America. And they also do a lot of deals in Africa. Initially, I wasn't too interested in the African startup um, ecosystem until I joined. Platform Capital. So after working for Cap Platform Capital for around three to four years, I ended up to work for a Platform Capital portfolio company called Conico, which is based in Silicon Valley. And this company actually merges synthetic biology with synthetic biology to produce a particular device that can map out over five thousand cents. It's a it's a very um, innovative company. So after working there for a year, I joined another VC firm based in California called Expert Dojo Ventures, where I worked as a venture partner. Expert Dojo Ventures does a lot of deals in North America, but also they do a lot of deals in Nigeria, Rwanda, Ghana, Uganda. So Expert Dojo really, really, really got me into the um, African ecosystem. After working at Expert Dojo, I worked for a lot of startups actually based in Africa where I served on the advisory board of over 
nine companies at the moment with four of them based in Africa. One based in Ghana, one based in Uganda, one based in Nigeria. And now I'm actually launching a $20 million fund to specifically invest on the um, African continent. So the fund should be closing within the next six months. So I'm actually looking to deploy a lot of capital into the African ecosystem. Great. Thank you so much, Ajani. Great to have you on. And um, yeah, so I'm really excited to also hear from you and from your perspective, especially coming from platform, friends of platform here. And yeah, just looking forward to a great discussion. So um, like we said, today we're talking about building a network of partners and mentors in the African ecosystem. And I think that um, partnership and mentorship is so critical to growth for new founders, for experienced founders, for everyone in the ecosystem. Um, and we just want to dive into that a bit. So I guess my first question for you both would be um, just off the First off, let's start nitty-gritty. How critical do you think partners and mentors are to founders from your experience? And um, second thing would be, um, Watson, I absolutely have to tell um story regarding just how impactful mentorship or partnership can really help a startup really move the needle. So number one, how critical, in your opinion, is partnership and mentorship to founders and even just other players in the tech space? And two, do you have like an absolutely more stellar story that just really um, buttresses that point of how um, having that mentorship or partnership really helped a startup move the needle? So, um, Lavina, I'll start with you and then we'll move on to Ajani. Perfect. Thanks so much for that. Um, so, you know, for me, it's been um, one that has become so seamlessly ingrained, right? Um, partnerships and mentorship. Um, in, in in the success of startups. Uh, we've seen the international sort of stories. We've seen the local African stories where they've really pivoted. Um, you know, it's one that I believe is absolutely one of the fo foundational blocks that's required in a startup. Um, and that is purely from access to network. That's from you know, access to community, that's access to connections, to culture, to understanding the broader spectrum of your application of the actual solution that you're providing. So, you know, there's like so many varied levels, right? Uh, it could be just people and skills. Uh, it could just be leadership. It could be strategy, um, you know, and, uh, you know, one can never underestimate that. But, you know, having to understand one of the localized stories. Um, so there's one of the uh, one of the unicorn companies um, that I had invested in from an angel investor perspective and uh, sat on their board for uh, for about two years or so. Um, and, you know, that for me was 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 quite a telling you know, sort of story in itself because it was one where, um, you know, they were at a point in time of like absolutely just, you know, is this actually going to work? You know, what do we do? Uh, we've been around for a while and, you know, they needed something to help them to unlock this bigger picture. And it literally took a combination of, uh, you know, three mentors uh, that got together and kind of 
you know, took the team on a stress session for an entire, you know, two days, really unpacked the whole big picture for them. They understood things on a much larger scale. And that's pretty much what set them on their growth trajectory, um, you know, and, you know, successfully. So, you know, one of the unicorns in Africa. So, you know, again, it's, um, you know, access to the experts or access to, you know, those knowledge-based individuals that can help to, um, you know, yeah, unlock, for a lack of a better word, a lot more. So I think, you know, for me, um, absolutely critical um, in, in that space. Um, thanks so much, Avina. And I love how you said, like, it's kind of like a foundation and it shouldn't even just, it shouldn't even be like an option. You, um, founders and um, African startups should actively be looking for how to have partnerships and mentors, especially in the space. And I love how you kind of brought out like different aspects of partnerships and men- mentorship. It's not just in one area. It could be in people. It could be in um, strategy, whatever. Um, there are different aspects where those can be helpful. And um, great story as well. Just um, seeing how mentors can really help you give provide clarity. And also thanks for sharing that. Um, Ajani? Yep, I can hear you. Yeah. So um, in your opinion, how critical do you think um, partnership and mentorship is um, is to founders in the African ecosystem? And do you have kind of like an absolutely most telling story regarding either mentors or partners and how it really helped the startup move the needle? Yeah. Definitely. Let me start from a personal story. So for me personally, to get into the VC space, I had a mentor myself. My mentor was called Dr. Akintoye Akindele, who is the CEO of Platform Capital. He took me under his wings and um, he actually taught me a lot about VC. And he also taught me a lot about capital raising people's skills. And he also taught me about awareness because those those were a lot of the skills that I lacked, right? And after Dr. Akintoye became my mentor, I also had another mentor called Brian McMahon, who is also the CEO. Mentorship has been a very, very integral part of my career in VC. So when speaking to founders, I always, always had um, mentorship and also find experts like Lavina to join their um, advisory board. What mentors can do for you is to touch up on the point she already made they can connect you to people that you would not meet anywhere. VC is a very, very small space, and it looks like everyone knows each other. So without mentorship, without someone who's got access to the people you're trying to connect to, it's very, very difficult to get through the door, and it's very, very difficult to get into the room. So with founders, when it even comes to raising capital, I see two types of founders. The one founder who is really, really good at building a product, and there are also founders who can build products, but they're not good at raising money. Mentors and advisors can actually look at what you're good at and help you double down on the skills that you need. So for me personally, when it comes to founders, mentorship and advisory, it's really important in getting your firm to grow. So I always advise founders to always find 
mentorships, but they're very, very difficult to come by because for someone to be your mentor, they need to believe in your idea or sometimes they need to believe in you. And sometimes it's just as simple as they need to like you as a person. Because sometimes I would not believe in someone's idea, but I like the person, so I might give them advice based on the likability factor. So um, for me, I think, um, I see, I see Lovin is laughing, but for me, I see that um, it's really, really important to see what you're good at. So mentorship is really, 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 really important in getting your startup to grow. Great point. Thank you so much, Danny. And I totally, I, um, I love the point you raised. And um, I think you kind of aligned with what um, Navina said. There's, you can't really quantify the access to expertise, um, the access to other people, the access to the knowledge base um, a mentor can have. And um, just um, really, um, that is really critical. Like you mentioned, it's a really small space and um, the value of an introduction in the space is really critical. So I, I think those are some really great points and thanks for your story um, in that. And um, you actually ended up where I kind of want to go with my next question. And then I'll find out if Elton wants to ask anything. But you mentioned um, really just like mentors, mentors are actually difficult to come by. And so um, the next question I had was, so what do you say to a founder who is kind of just like new in the space and really wants to learn? But then um, how do you, what is the right approach? And Lavina, you can also jump in as well. What is the right approach to kind of approach someone to be your mentor? So you have an idea or ideals of, I want this person to be my mentor, but what is the actual process you can actually take and use to actually make that happen, right? Um, especially when you're new, you don't know anybody. What do you do to make that happen? And I'll touch on partnerships in just a bit after Elton talks. But what do you think um, is the best way to go about getting a mentor in the Africa ecosystem or in the space at all? Um, yeah. So Ajani, you can start off um, since that's piggybacking off you and then Navina can go. Yeah. Okay, so I would go on another personal story again. I love personal stories, you can tell. I love it. So, <laughs> I think we learned best through stories, <laughs> honestly. Love it. Yeah. So, um, so for me, six, seven years ago, when I met Dr. Uh, Akinto Yakindele, he used to work for a company, um, a PE called um, Synergy Capital, which was based in Lagos. And I really, really wanted him to be my mentor. So I was introduced to him by a mutual friend who used to work for him. But I just did not think he saw the qualities he wanted to see in me. But he liked something about me, but I wasn't really sure exactly what he liked about me. So he gave me his number and, and um, we kept in touch. So every six weeks, I would text him just to check on him. Hey, Dr. Kindle, it's me, Ajani, just checking on you, open. Synergy Capital is doing well. And sometimes they would reply immediately. Sometimes it would take him four weeks to reply. But I never stopped, right? But at that time, I lived in New York. Anytime he would come to New York, he would call me to come spend some time with him. And I would spend time with him, hoping he gave me an opportunity in the VC sector. It took me six years to actually get to the point where he saw anything in me where he was willing to give me an opportunity because I never gave up. Because for me, the VC space was a very, very close space. And at that time, I didn't have experience in VC. So to me, it was just my ticket to say, if this guy gives me an opportunity and I get into the space, I can really do something in this space. And, and, and he actually gave me an opportunity. So 
for me is finding a mentor, it's really, really, really difficult because there has to be something in it for the mentor too. So if you want me to be a mentor, if you want Lavina to be a mentor, she has to believe in your idea to say, I'm going to come onto your board as an advisory, take 1%, give you advice every week, and I'm going to give you the wealth of knowledge I have. Sometimes it's not even that the mentor has access. Sometimes the only thing they can give you is knowledge and tell you the inside game of how VC works. Because really, really, honestly, it's a game. Raising money, it's a game. VC, it's a game. And a lot of people do not understand that. They think everything is real. So when it comes to mentorship, it's what do you have to offer that mentor sometimes? Because it has to be a symbiotic relationship where the mentor says that they also get a benefit from um, attaching themselves to you. A good example would be the relationship between Zuckerberg and Peter Thiel, right? That was a very mutually beneficial relationship for both of them. I mean, Peter Thiel had access and Peter Thiel had a capital. Zuckerberg had the idea. So coming together actually benefited both of them. So for me, um, I look at what do you have to offer the mentor? Is this a mutually beneficial relationship? Is this a time where the mentor just gives to you and gets nothing back in return? Do you have the capability to say, to do the things you're going to do? Are you showing up to meetings? Are you showing up on time? Do you give up after emailing someone the first time? And a lot of mentors are busy. So a lot of founders will say, I emailed him three times. I didn't hear back from him. Keep emailing. And you would get a reply. At some point, the person might even get frustrated and just and just reply to you out of frustration, which I've done many times myself. So just n- n- never give up. Make sure you have some value to offer t- to the mentor. Make sure you're showing up at events. Make sure you're going to panel discussions. Make sure you're taking part in conversations on LinkedIn, conversations on Twitter, and it's really, really easy for someone to see value in you and and um, want to connect with you. So there's no one way to find in a mentorship. There are many, many ways. And just make yourself available to people. That's what I would say. Awesome. I love it. So before I jump in, Lavina, do you want to add to that? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, and Jenny, I, uh, I, I laugh because I resonate so much with the whole, you know, um, you know, men- mentors are there and, you know, most times it's based on whether or not they actually like you, they like your idea, they feel some sort of synergy um, because a lot of what investment is, is based on relationships, whether we like it or not, right? And it's such a fundamental need and a, you know, um, a, a sort of root of it is trust and respect. And, you know, as you alluded earlier on, it's kind of then spins off into your commitment of what you show and, you know, the sort of ongoing um, and really crisp, uh, effective communication that you then follow up with, right? Um, so, you know, I often say a, a journey with an investor or any VC out there, it really starts with you even before you've launched your company, right? It's getting yourself known to them, whether that is you know, formulating uh, an email once every three months. Hey, this is who I am as an introductory email. I'm kind of busy with this kind of project. 
you know, and in three months time, uh, you know, sort of following that up with this is where I now am at, you know, sort of showing progress. And at some point, you know, whether or not you attend these events and meet them in person or whether, you know, you get a response from an email, you know, all of those things become such critical small wins that add to that or, or lead up to them actually writing that check for you, right? Uh, or even supporting you uh, in your journey. Um, and as we, you know, kind of mentioned, that can come in many shapes and forms, right? So, you know, that's from an investor perspective, a mentor perspective, an advisor perspective, um, you know, and, and it's always based on, uh, you know, relationships. Um, and, and, and that's just the base of, of a lot of how we function. Um, and, you know, the, um, uh, uh, the communication aspect of it is really, really key. And I don't think we place enough, uh, sort of emphasis on that, right? I mean, um, I think you mentioned earlier on, you know, it took you six years to build up to a, you know, effective, well-trusted kind of environment. And this is always a long-term game, right? Um, it never happens overnight unless you, kind of really have the right kind of connections, you know, like the example that you gave with Mark Zuckerberg, um, you know, but in, in the Africa context in particular, um, I think, you know, the ideas are there, the opportunities are there, the access is there, and it's about how do we best leverage that, right? So, you know, you ask the question of how do people reach out, right? And that's simple things like, you know, connect, I think digitization is one of the best things that's ever happened to us. I think COVID has helped accelerate people being very open to being connected, whether it's on LinkedIn, whether it's on all their social media platforms, you know, reach out, you know, go dive, you know, say, hey, I kind of have this quick question for you, you know, uh, and you'll find most of the time mentors in the space are completely open. Uh, you know, and that's the sort of attracting part to it. Um, and especially because it's the, the tech space. I think, you know, mentees and advisors are even more cooler, <laughs> but I'll stop there. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Lavina. And thanks, Ajani. I think those were some really awesome, great points. And, um, like Ajani talked about, he always likes using stories. I love stories because it just really communicates just how exactly brings out the point more than anything. And I think just from both your points, I think um, one thing is key in getting a mentor, you have to be persistent. And I think, um, and I think um, you both raised the point where these people don't have time. They're busy. And before they make that investment in you, they want to make sure that you have that commitment as well. And so just being persistent is really, really key. Um, being patient, six years, that's a long time. That's after a year, you're like, I've put in my work, this guy is in the, but like just having that long vision, being humble enough to know that this person basically has a lot. And let me just do my due diligence and just like, um, reach out when I can and it paid off. Um, so I think patience is very important as well. And, um, connection, do the work, communication, reach out. I, um, Lavina just mentioned social is a great tool. It makes Literally, there's almost nobody that isn't accessible and you really just want to be visible to them and have um, them see you show up every single time. And so what can you do to be visible to them, to show them that I have value and I want to learn from you? 
I think um, um, Lavina said mentors in space, they're actually completely open. They just want to make sure that um, that the, their time investment is something like someone is going to run with it. They want to see people who are dedicated that are going to actually run with it. So I think those are some really great points. And um, those are invaluable lessons. And I know people on the call would enjoy that. People who listen to the call at least have some great takeaways. And um, one more thing I think it's really important that Ajani mentioned was just really um, figuring out what you have to offer. Like it has to be a symbiotic relationship. It's not a take, take, take relationship. What can you give? What can you um, do? What, how can you showcase your value to them? So I think those are some really great points um, for um, founders listening who listen. And thanks so much, um, you both, for sharing. Um, Elton, I don't know if you want to um, ask a question here, but while I'll come to you right now, but I just want to touch a bit on partnerships. So we've talked on mentorship a lot. I want to talk a bit on partnerships and also in that same vein, um, so I guess the question would just be following up on our conversation when it comes to partnerships. So basically, um, a startup looking at um, scaling or growing or improving one aspect of what they're doing or a founder improving something they're doing through like a partnership. Um, how do you do you think it is the same dynamic as a mentor, like same principles? So that's persistence, patience, because you find um, founders who think, OK, I need partnerships to grow. Um, partnerships with other companies, partnerships with other founders, but I'm new, I'm just getting started. Um, will this person want to work with me? Um, do you think it is the same dynamic in your opinion? Do you think that is the same dynamic, same principles apply or are there any additional principles that when it comes to partnerships, this is an approach, um, to take. So, um, Lavina, I think I'll start with you. Yeah, I think that's such an awesome distinction question, right? Um, so, you know, it is different um, and there's ways why it's different. I think a, a partnership is one where you're invested in each other, probably just financially or from a technological uh, sort of, um, you know, um, uh, what's the right word? A leverage perspective, right? Or um, some other leverage that you want to gain from each other, some product, service, whatever it may be. And, you know, it kind of, uh, for me, a partnership kind of fits into different categories. That's like, you know, whether it's on contribution and how they would contribute, it's on capabilities and what that would look like. It's on what do they cover? What are the different areas? And the last is, you know, what's their commitment to the overall vision of your company, right? And we've seen partnerships that work really well together. Um, you know, I think uh, maybe in the last two years, the word collaboration has been huge in the Africa context where everyone is, yes, let's collaborate. You know, the energy, the synergy on the ground when you talk to a lot of the startups is, yes, they kind of want to work with, you know, everyone, no matter where you are, um, which is an excellent spirit to have, right? Um, but equally so, I think you've got to be very, very intentional, um, you know, be very specific. And, you know, you got to understand what exactly you want and why you want it. So, you know, even before you meet with a potential partner, you know, understand all of these questions already and upfront, um, you know, what are they going to bring to you? What are you going to give them? You know, because it's got to be a mutually beneficial relationship, um, you know, and, and, and that's very different to a mentee or an advisor type role. Because, you know, that comes with 
having a more personally vested, uh, you know, vision in your company. You know, they they truly believe in your uh, sort of vision. They believe in you. Um, so, you know, that's the distinction um, for me anyway. Thanks, um, Lavina. Great points. Um, um, Ajani, do you want to touch on that a bit? Do you have any thoughts? Of course, sure. And I think um, when it comes to founders, I always tell founders that VCs should able should be able to introduce you to other VCs, right? Because a lot of founders focus on getting a check from a VC. A lot of VCs will just give you a check and see you at the um, exit. You don't want that type of relationship. You want a VC who's really invested in your company and who's going to introduce you to other VCs because VCs do not do deals alone. They like to do deals with other VCs. So a lot of founders find this problem when they're trying to raise capital. They will go to one VC. The VC will tell them, oh, I do believe in your idea. However, I would like you to raise capital from someone else first. And after you raise capital, you can come back to me. Does that make sense? No, it doesn't. But this is the kind of things that founders hear on a daily basis. So I think that when you're also taking a check from a VC, you need to be interviewing the VC. Don't be desperate for capital. What can you do for my company? It's a mutually beneficial relationship. Founders know so much. And sometimes founders underrate themselves because when you're desperate for money, you don't actually see yourself very well. Because founders teach me, like for me personally, I learn more from founders than I learn from VCs. Because founders know so much. They're in the ecosystem. They speak to other founders. They know the new ideas. The only thing you do not have access to is capital sometimes. So, And also, if you look at a VC, look at the portfolio companies. Sometimes there is a lot of businesses and uh, there are there are lots of opportunities between doing business between portfolio companies, which a lot of people actually underestimate. You can look at a VC with 200 portfolio companies and sometimes maybe 50 of those companies do businesses with each other. They, they, they actually partner with each other. So when you're taking a check from a VC, check the portfolio company. Are there companies on this portfolio? on this portfolio deck that I would like to work with? Can they introduce me to other VCs? Can they create partnerships for me? So don't just be focused on taking a check. Make sure the VCs can introduce you to other VCs. Make sure the VCs can actually introduce you to their portfolio companies, which you might get a lot of business from sometimes. So partnerships are very important and I do not underrate, um, I do not under, um, a lot of people underestimate them. Great points. Thank you so much, Ajani. I, I love those points. And um, um, I love, um, Lavina, how you kind of mentioned like partnership, you just have to be a bit more intentional. Um, and not that you shouldn't be intentional with mentorship, but you know, need to know exactly what do I need this partner for. Um, I think sometimes we have this, um, oh, this person is a big name. It's going to do this for me because they have the name. But what exactly do you want from them? Get clear on that. And how exactly are you going to benefit them? It has to be a win-win situation, even more than in a mentor-mentee kind of situation. And um, um, Ajani, the point you raised about a VC, 100%. And I think more founders, it's kind of like, where's the microphone? Can, can we say that louder? Like more founders should really, really think about like 
Don't be so desperate for money. Um, really look at, be just as selective with your visas, not just anybody would um not just anybody wanting to write a check i think i was on a call where it's like they're vcs and then they're money backed you don't want a money back you want someone who's going to actually be a partner with you in this journey and i think um the idea of looking at portfolio companies with within a vc network and figuring out who can you work with within that ecosystem i think that's actually very invaluable i don't think enough people do that but i think that's invaluable so some really great invaluable points um elton let me check if you have any more points um, or questions to ask or about wrapping up, but it's been a great discussion so far. Elton? Yeah, thank you very much. So, um, Ajani and Lavin, I really loved all you guys have shared. They've been really great points. So, one of the questions I wanted to ask was really in line with like this um, distinguishing between trying to connect with partners and trying to connect with um, mentors. And Lavina, after I asked that, she went ahead to like explain that in detail. Um, Lavina, thank you very much for that. And also, Ajani, I'm still trying to wrap my head around how you were able to wait for six years, right? I'm just trying to wrap my head around that because I'm actually trying to wrap my head around how you can wait for six years. And again, something you've made mention about is how you should try to make the relationship um, symbiotic. I feel it's easier to kind of find ways you can give value to a partner compared to how you want to give value to a mentor. I don't know if you can speak a bit more to that, Ajani, in terms of like how I can find ways, if I want to make some of my mentor, how can I give value to this person? So for me personally, waiting for six years was really, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. It was quite difficult to be honest. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, 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 but I really believed in this man so much and I saw so much value in him. And for me, I'm thinking, if this guy gives me an opportunity, I know what I can do for his company and I know what I can do for myself. Because like, at the end of the day, if, even though you're working for a company, even though you're looking to bring value to this person, you're also looking to bring value to yourself. Because I have a plan to say, if I get into this company, down the line, I would also have my own VC. So that made me patient. And I was also learning like um, I lacked awareness, I lacked um, wisdom, I lacked a lot of stuff. So for me personally, in those six years, I wasn't only learning about VC, I was also learning about myself because I had a lot of weaknesses that I needed to work on. I was a bit arrogant sometimes. Sometimes I thought I knew too much. Sometimes I spoke too much when I went to places. Um, also, sometimes I wasn't a very good... Um, listener. So I was working on a lot of things within myself in those six years, knowing that when the opportunity comes, I would be ready. I would go with the cliche that they say, it's better to, to also have an opportunity and be ready for that opportunity. So like a lot of the times when opportunities showed up, I wasn't ready because I did not have the skills to actually do what I was telling the person I wanted to do. So it, so in those six years, I wasn't just sitting around waiting for him. I was also working on myself. So when he, so after six years, when he gave me an opportunity, he gave me a job as the head of North America, which was a big job. So, 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 so I actually went from just hanging around to being the head of North America for his firm. So he, it actually paid off. And he also introduced me to a lot of people. He took me into places. 
it took me into rooms that I would never ever be able to get in by myself. And and till this very day, um, those six years actually felt like two weeks because it it has improved my life so much. So I don't look at it as six years. Like I look at it as six years on working on yourself because I'm a much more solid person today than I am, um, than I was when I actually um, met him. So it was actually worth my time. What was your other question? Okay, thank you very much for what you just shared. So my other question was in terms of like value in the sense of how it's easier to find out ways to give value to a partner compared to a mentor. Oh, but you yeah. talked about right. So for me, actually, my okay, my personal story is my father is Nigerian. My mother is from Ghana. I moved to England when I was 17 and I stayed in England for 14 years. And after England, I actually moved to New York. I lived in New York for four years. From New York, I moved to Chicago. I lived in Chicago for three years. From Chicago, I moved to Michigan. I lived in Michigan for three years. Now I'm in LA. So sometimes when I'm speaking to a mentor, I, I, I tell him, like, my experiences make me very well-rounded. I have cultural understanding of different spaces. I have cultural understanding of people that are compared to, let's say, if I grew up in Ghana and I, and I stayed in Ghana all my life, I would be a completely different person. So for me, when I'm speaking to mentors, I tell stories. I have very, very good stories to tell them. I'll tell them my experience in London. I'll tell them my experience in New York, where when you go around very successful people, all they do is tell stories to each other. Go to any party with billionaires and start talking to them. They're just telling stories. So you need to be a very, very good storyteller. <laughs> you need to tell interesting stories. You need to be someone who is interested, someone that people love to listen to. Look at um, Lavina. I don't know Lavina, but after this uh, conversation, I'm going to go email Lavina because I love I love what she's talking about because she's interesting. So be a very interesting person. Be a very well-rounded person. Tell very good, interesting stories. And always tell the truth or at least do not lie. <laughs> you know, I always say to people, do not lie, but tell very, very interesting stories. And I think sometimes when you tell interesting stories, uh, people really, really, really find you very fascinating. And also when you meet people, don't talk too much where you do not leave a conversation for the next time. So have a little conversation, yeah? And leave space for another conversation the next time. But some people, when they meet successful people, when they meet mentors, they talk so much. You, you, you talk for an hour and a half. What are you talking about? Talk for 30 minutes. Give them the space so that the person knows that, you know what? I like her journey. I like Lavina. I like Pearl. I want to speak to them again. Leave time, know when to walk away from the conversation to make space for another conversation. So those are the things I'm learning and how to tell great stories. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you so much. Sure, please go ahead. Yeah, Ajani, thanks, Elton, for that question. I think you brought out so much. And number one, take your away, guys. Be a storyteller. Learn how to tell great stories. Learn how to be interesting. Um, yeah, but I love those points. And I love the realness of it also. Like being patient and waiting for six years wasn't easy, actually. But you have to keep in the goal in mind is important. And also, I love how you talked about the growth that happened in those six years. It wasn't just like 
sitting down, just waiting like, oh, this guy is not. No, what are you doing working on yourself? How are you growing? And that is also going to be something that they see um, in you as well. That's one way you can showcase value. So and I love, love, love that patience actually pays big. I wrote that in my notes, like patience pays big because it was like six years and then it, boom, at the top. So I think that's really um, great. To, and I've loved this conversation. I think there's so many um, key points that people can take away actionable steps. And I'm all about like actionable steps. And um, thank you so much, Ajani. Thank you so much, Lavina. Um, I want to, um, Lavina, are there any like um, last um, points, just any points you have for founders, um, just like um, tips for founders on this journey, looking for mentors, trying to find partnerships, trying to grow any points that maybe we've not touched on that you just want to give like a word on before, as we kind of wrap up. Yeah. So probably to summarize uh, uh, or to add rather is uh, practice empathy. Um, Empathy is something that is, you know, uh, underrated, but I think it really helps us to connect with each other and really come from a place of understanding each other. Um, you know, when mentees, uh, uh, when mentors have to, you know, give you pieces of advice, understand that, you know, it is constructive criticism. It is coming from a place of growth. It may make you feel uncomfortable and that's really okay. Uh, but, you know, a job of a mentor is literally there to help you bring out the best versions and the best parts of who you are, Right. And for me, that is like one of the key things that we should always just bear in mind. Um, you know, that um, you can't afford to take things personally, uh, you know, practice a lot of empathy uh, and, 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 and listening. You know, those are things that really ground you. And just understand at the end of the day, everyone has to connect human to human. You know, as, as big as we are, as small as we are, um, you know, we want to drive for a common vision. So find that, find that way for you to really connect with a mentor and, you know, optimize on that because those things um, is what will make you stand out, um, you know, compared to anyone else. Um, thank you so much, Lavina. Um, Ajani, I know you said a lot, but any last words that you think you need to um, kind of share? Sure. I think for me, when I'm um, talking to founders, when I'm speaking to founders, when I'm speaking to VCs, I speak about two things. is your dreams and your fears, right? Make sure your dreams are in front of you and make sure your fears are behind you because you need things to push you forward, right? When your fear is in front of you, it stops you because <laughs> you just cannot move when you have your fears in front of you. But if you place your fears behind you, your fear moves you forward and and your dreams pull you forward. So always have something that scares you behind you. And also understand that without founders, there will be nothing like VC. So founders are the ecosystem of the venture capital world. Without VCs, there will still be founders. People will still start businesses everywhere in the world. There are people who started a business without a VC. So always know that founders are really, really, really important. And I like to tell founders that that founders are the most important thing in the um, venture capital world and connecting with mentors can make you a better founder. 
Great. Thank you so much, Ajani. All right, I see Zion has his hand up. Zion, you can go. Awesome, awesome. Um, to be honest with you, just listening on the call, it's been, this is like a masterclass, honestly. <laughs> like what Lavina shared, uh, Ajani, this is super, super, super awesome. And um, I think um, just to touch a bit on like um, what... Um, Johnny said it's best with respect to storytelling and Lavina about empathy. I think there's a lot of that um, connection and um, I don't even think we've captured a lot, but I have gained so much that I think we need to probably structure something that a lot of founders could actually benefit from this conversation. It's just too rich, really. It's just too rich for the time frame that we have. So hopefully you're looking to probably find time to... Um, we can circle back. I mean, the things we're talking about, networking, it's just so like you literally broke into a science. I can tell your journey. So, I mean, <laughs> a lot has happened that, you know, you, you you can condense that in this few minutes. It's really fantastic. And um, I just want to say thank you for that, for coming on to speak about those things. It's just been remarkable, totally remarkable. Oh, you were just... No, sorry. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to put an emoji. <laughs> 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 Thank you to everyone who was listening. I know, like, I just say 100% to what Zion said. It's been great. It's like a masterclass. Like I said, it's just so many action points to do today. And I think it's so invaluable. And I know everyone's going to have so much value listening back to this. So thank you guys so much for joining us. It's been great. Thank you for everyone listening. I hope you've gotten just as much from it as I have. And yeah, so um, we'll see you guys next time. Um, and thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank yeah, you, Adani. Thank you, Lavina. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Have a great rest of the day. Thank you for joining this session. We hope you enjoyed the discussion. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to leave them in the comment section below. We'll see you next time for our next session.